Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Thank you for joining me today. We are going to dive right in and talk about setting expectations with a new leader while still working remotely. So, yep, we are still remote and you are running your business at home between corporate Zoom calls, I would imagine, right? And so you can't go into the office, you're running a mile a minute, and then you have to bring on a new leader, either in your own business or in the business that you support in your day job, right? Your day job, you may be hiring someone to report to you. Either way, it doesn't matter. You can't meet with them face-to-face. And so here's the deal. You're gonna have to onboard them and you need to do it correctly. So what I want you to do is I want you to be thinking about how do you build that process? We've talked a lot, probably like everybody else, we've talked a lot about how to successfully bring new people into the business or help them be successful in the business or help you be successful in the business or how you lead up when working remotely. Because if you're still in the corporate world, you have to do that and you're trying to flex and learn how to do that the right way so you can carry that forward into your own business, okay? That's the benefit of still working for a larger organization is that you get to try out all these methodologies or watch them make these mistakes and go, oh, I'm not carrying that over to my business, right? Or you get to continue, on the other hand, to develop yourself to be the best person and leader you can be so that you can carry that forward in your business, right? There are benefits on both on both ends of the spectrum. So here's the deal. You're going to have to onboard a new leader remotely. Doesn't matter if they work for you and your business or in the business that you work during the day, you have to figure that out. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about it this way. If you're doing it for your day job, again, learn how to do it well so you can carry it forward into your own personal business. So I'm going to give you five basic things you need to establish so you can help this new individual be successful. And we've talked about these before, but I want to lump them into this podcast. So you've got a one-stop shop, so to speak, and you can reference this as you move forward. Because right now, again, you're probably preparing on how you're going to move your business forward next year. And you're probably putting together some growth strategies, I would imagine. You're thinking about how you're going to grow your team in the same way that most larger corporate entities are doing the same thing about Okay, well, we're going to add headcount next year and it's going to look like XYZ and so on and so forth. And so as they're preparing to do that, you need to be ready. If you know that in January you're going to bring on two new leaders, well, let's figure that out now. Because in January, you're going to be crazy, right? That's just how I'm telling you. In every job that I have ever had in the corporate world, January has always been crazy. So go ahead and prepare. So here are the five things. Number one. I'm going to challenge you to clearly define this new person's role. Now, I'm not saying job description. That's already been done. Now, if it's in your business and you haven't defined the job description, please write the job description. What I'm talking about here, though, when I say clearly defined role is I want you to sit down and be able to tell them what are they responsible for? What metrics do they deliver to in their role? What parts of the business do they own? What do they need to do each day as part of their role? What is their routine? I want you to define it end to end. 
Success should be an open book test. I'm telling you right now, to be successful in a job, it should be an open book test. Your job, and this is really important, your job is not to administer the test. Your job is to teach them the material so they can pass the test. Know your role. Okay? Teach them the material. What does good look like? Define it for them. That's the next thing. And that's, that's the next number two. Told you to define the role. Number two, what does good look like? Take it a step further. Not only are you going to tell them what they do in their job and what they need to execute to successfully, I mean, to, to essentially do the role. Now you're going to tell them what good looks like to be successful. Now you can tell me that for my job that, you know, I show up and I read emails and I get on conference calls and I lead teams. That's fine. But what does good look like? Okay, well, when you check an email, I want you to answer it and I want you to respond by the end of the day. Okay, don't end the day without responding to somebody. And then, yes, you have to get on conference calls, but what I want you to do is I want you to be fully present. I know that it's hard. You're going to have a thousand things going on, but turn the camera on, have good, good eye contact, meaning looking at the people on the screen, take good notes, show that you're engaged. Do you see the difference between the two? Number one is you just told me what I needed to do. That's my routine. Number two is, and here's how you do that successfully. Here's what good looks like. Here's my expectation of how you carry yourself and perform those functions, okay? Define success. What will they do each day, week, month, etc., and how will they do it in a way that exceeds your expectations? If they show up and do their routine in a certain way, they're going to deliver exactly what you want and probably more. So those are the first two things you do. Clearly define their role, and then tell them what good looks like. And then number three, I want you to schedule touch bases, and I'm, I'm a broken record on that. I get it, but I'm telling you, you need them. You have to talk to your direct report weekly to start, weekly. And for the next few months, you've got to do it. You have to check in, ask questions, get updates from them. Have the routine around reporting and connecting They've got to report information to you. You've got to connect with them. They've got to share. And you're validating what they're working on. It's building their confidence because when they bring it to you, you're like, oh, that's awesome. Good job. Yep, you're right on target. That's exactly where I would want you to be right now. They build confidence. And remember, confidence is your superpower. And in a new role, it's going to be their superpower. So help them build their confidence. And the only way that can happen is by you giving them very clear feedback regularly. And then the other thing that those touch bases serve to do is keeping them focused on the right pieces and activities. They're going to be hit with a thousand things. They're going to have other people on other teams asking them to do things. You are their leader. They have to do what you need first, right? You're, you're the one writing their evaluation. So you have to keep them focused on the right functions, tasks, and responsibilities. They won't know. It's all going to be new and they're going to try to help everybody that they can. Help them stay focused. Go back and listen to my other episodes to learn more about touch bases, okay? I'm not going to go in this one very deep, but go check them out if you need a little refresher. That was number three. Number four, have viewership to their calendar, okay? There are some organizations, depending upon, you know, who you work for, depending upon what software, most softwares, be it, you know, G Suite or Microsoft, the calendars are private, and they're going to have to share their calendar with you. 
make sure that that happens. You need to ensure they're being productive and that they're executing. They have to have both of those pillars. They have to have them in their routine or the business won't have those pillars. And we already know that the business has to have those non-fundamental pillars or they're not, the business is not going to succeed. It's going to crumble. So through our personal routines around productivity and execution, that builds that for the business. So make sure they're being productive and they're executing. And you can see that through how they're organizing their day and using their calendar. So you want to check it. Who cares if they have a doctor's appointment or they're having lunch with their family? Hopefully they have that on there. They should, right? But all the other time, right, the, the regular company time should be committed to learning and doing and being effective. So look for that. And then number five, set deliverables and set response emails. And we've talked about this before, but I'm putting on this in a bundle for you. Define exactly what they need to share with you. Okay, open book test. When they should share it, is it once a week? Is it every day? And then what exactly should they share? Define what you need to know. Many times I see leaders say, just give me an update on your business. Just give me an update on your business is what they say. Well, the problem with that is that they don't know the business yet. Your new person doesn't know the business. And so they don't know what to send you. But you know the business and you know what you want. So they're they're not going to be able to deliver what you want if they don't know what that is. So tell them. Be clear. Be direct. Know your role. Your role is to teach them the material and set them up for success. Not see if they can pass the test. You're not the test administrator at this point. You're the teacher. Go teach. Set them up to succeed. And the way that you do that is through these five things. Clearly define their role. Teach them what good looks like in that role. Schedule touch bases to keep them focused on the right thing and build their confidence. Have viewership of their calendar to make sure that they're being productive and executing effectively. And then number five, set key deliverables through email or on the touch base. Define exactly what that deliverable is, when they're going to get it to you, and exactly the information that you want to know. All of these things can be done remotely. They don't have to be done in person, but it will ensure that they're successful in a remote environment. If you can do these five things, I promise you, they will be successful remotely. If you've missed any of those five, go put them back together. If you're about to hire people in January and beyond, sit down and put a framework together for these five. Give yourself a little checklist or a little one pager. Organize yourself. Be productive in this area, okay? Build out your productivity pillar when it comes to these five things. And be ready to successfully onboard any new talent in the remote environment using these five basics. Go and be legendary.